Hey, Forrest here. Nothing like getting paid. And with ICCU's mobile app, I can deposit checks or accept Zelle payments so the money hits my account fast. I just wish there was an app for mowing the rest of these lawns. RowPaint.com is going all in this season with an all-star lineup. It's Coach Leon Rice and Andy Rowe. Oh, no. Want to just paint my house? When I want Boise State to win, I trust Coach Rice to lead the Broncos to victory. And when I want the best painting and garage floor coating, I trust RowPaint.com to get that job done right. Pow day. for the time of your life at Circa Resort and Casino, Las Vegas' newest destination for fun, featuring the world's biggest poolside tailgate party with three levels of action, six pools, and a 143-foot screen. The fun is always on deck with all the games all year long. Stadium Swim, located in downtown Las Vegas on Fremont Street. Book the time of your life today at CircaLasVegas.com. This is Bronco Nation News Live. The best interviews, the most informed opinions, the latest breaking news, all from the top Boise State insiders. Today's broadcast is coming from the Cutwater Spirits Can Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Can Cocktails is perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Now, here's four-time NSMA Idaho Sports Writer of the Year, B.J. Rains, with another edition of Bronco Nation News Live. There he is, Kobe Young, the exclamation point. Boise State wins it 82-50 to last night at Extra Mile Arena. The bench coming in with 23 points, including those two from Kobe Young. And uh, plenty to discuss. Boise State up to number 35 in the net rankings, tying a season high there. Everything uh, is looking good. Two blowout wins and uh, a lot of positive things to talk about if you're a Boise State fan this morning. And we welcome you into a uh, Wednesday edition, a uh, Lithia Ford of Boise edition of Bronco Nation News Live here at BroncoNationNews.com, our social media channels. And today, our partnership with KTIK, you see John Mallory, KTIK, the tickets, and we're also streaming on the KTIK social media channels. So welcome to you folks that are watching there. Uh, Johnny, uh, happy Wednesday, man. Uh, if you're a Boise right. State, a lot, a lot of happy things to talk about if you're a Boise State fan today. Stretch run, right? I mean, five games left. I think you can officially say this is the turn, the stretch run on the season. You got five games left. Three of them, BJ, are going to be on the road, two at home. And uh, Boise State has put itself into an excellent position with the remaining schedule, with where they currently sit. Like you said, the computer numbers are now kind of starting to catch up with the difficult schedule in the record and the schedule in league starting to even itself out a little bit with this stretch of games that, you know, the Broncos have been heavily favored to win and have won. So, yeah, as they say, BJ, Boise State hoops right now sitting pretty. Again, Lithia Ford of Boise, appreciate their sponsorship of our Wednesday show. I'm sporting the hat today, so check them out, LithiaFordBoise.com. View their full inventory of vehicles, and uh, Rain's family loving our F-150 from Lithia Ford. Johnny, uh, we're also going to hear from Gordy Presnell, the uh, women's coach at Boise State. They are in a tie for fourth place right now, only one game back of second place, and they're playing second place New Mexico tonight. 
at Extra Mile Arena at 6.30. So coming up around 9.30 or so, we're going to be joined by Gordy Presnell on a game day to get you set for Boise State women's basketball as well. We had Justin Schultz on last week, so uh, we're doing our best to give some of the other sports uh, some love uh, here uh, on Bronco Nation News. But uh, certainly the lead story today has to be last night's effort. And you mentioned the computer rankings up to number 35 in the net. We'll hear from Leon Rice, uh, some of his post-game comments coming up as well, Johnny. But uh, tell you what, man, you put these last two games together and two games where they struggled on the road to barely beat these teams. They come home. They're big, you know, double-digit favorites. Everyone's expecting them to win big. And they took care of business, man. They did They did what they needed to do. They won by uh, at least 10 points over the point spread in both these last two games against Fresno and San Jose. And I get it. Both these teams are not very good. Um, they're, they're both, you know, the bottom of the Mountain West. And it's tough, tough sledding for those teams right now, just trying to play out the strings and finish out the season. So I get it. It's not like you just beat, you know, a top 25 team. But with that said, Johnny, you did what you needed to do. You looked really impressive doing it. You're building some momentum. And it looks like, uh, you know, it's starting to starting to build in the right direction here is like, as you said, for the stretch run. Yeah, and, and first off to San Jose, and like you said, just kind of, I think you said, play, playing the string out type of thing. That's a that's tough to do, especially in this league where there's six, seven, eight pretty damn good teams, and you're San Jose, and you just don't feel like you can get anything going. That was a obviously a tough situation for them last night. They We know they have a good coach, but they're just one of those teams right now that um, uh, they're just not at a Mountain West capable level so when you play those teams and i will say this every conference has the bottom barrel right every conference has two or three or four teams bj you better beat those teams you better or you're not gonna have any chance and it's interesting to see the the cognizance the staff has bj in the metrics in the you even called it a point spread ken palm point spread in all these numbers where hey if we do certain things, if we play to a certain level of efficiency, our numbers are going to go up. And if we empty the bench with four or five minutes left and that unit doesn't give us the efficiency, maybe even the other team scores some points and gains on us a little bit, but our numbers won't be as, as high as they could. And BJ, I look at you at this game last night and it was less than four minutes left. And I look at you, I go, BJ, all five starters are in right now. All five. And then all of a sudden, we looked right then and there. He started going to his bench a little bit. But, I mean, he was playing the starters almost the entire time because he wants these net, these numbers that you're talking about. It's around there with basketball. Like it, love it, hate it, whatever the case it is. Um, that, that's what this staff is aware of, BJ. And uh, you saw it last night. I mean, they could have taken the break. They could have put the brakes on. They didn't. Yeah, it's funny because I looked at you with 444 to go, and I was kind of being facetious, but I really wasn't. And I go, this is, and they're up 28 at this point or something. And I go, this is a big 444, Johnny. I remember and, that. And uh, I mean, it, but, but again, if they would have won that game by 17 last night, you would have thought, hey, one by 17, covered the spread. Nice, uh, nice win. They may have stayed 42 in the net rankings. By winning by 32, you go from 42 to 35, and that is a seven-spot jump in the net ranking is a big deal when it comes to the quad system and looking at the rankings and all this. I mean, I, it does kind of stink that that's what it's become, but it was a nice win. Same thing with the uh, win against Fresno. You know, so these two games combined, you win by what? Uh, combined 56 points, I believe, in the two games. You take care of two teams that uh, you struggled with on the road, and, again, you did what you needed to do. And a lot of encouraging signs in both these games. But the bench last night, Johnny, uh, RJ Keene in particular, came in, had some really nice minutes in the first half. You got 23 points from the bench last night. Cam Martin, another game with four assists, seven points for him. Uh, and that's now 41 bench points in two games, Johnny, after they had 18 bench wow. points against Fresno. And again, as you said, these are not like mop-up points at the very end of the game they were mixing the bench in because the starters were still playing the entire game so these were not like padding your stats with the last five minutes of the game these were mostly when the game was still in doubt or at least when the starters were still in there as part of the rotation so 23 bench points last night and in particular a nice little breakout game from rj keen last year could you imagine if you would have seen 23 bench points bj you know that felt so foreign 
Johnny, with, they had games earlier this year where the bench literally didn't score. The last time they played San Jose State, only right. four players on the entire team scored. No bench points when they played San Jose State last right. time. They got 10 different players to score last night. I thought RJ Keene had effective minutes. That's exactly what the coaching staff wants when they play RG, RJ Keene. Efficiency, be all over the place. I think he had a steal. I think he had an assist. I think he had a three. I know he had a cut to the basket on a nice drive. Effective minutes. That was excellent. Chase Whiting is shooting extremely well this year. He's just turning steady. And he had a runner last night. Jace Whiting did in the lane, BJ. It showed me confidence. He's comfortable. He's like, screw it. I'm going to get mine too. I'm going to go after this thing. I can score on these guys. And that takes time. And it feels like, honestly, this team with the roles. Um, I heard Leon talk about it last night. I probably talked about it with BNN too. I think I heard this with Bob, BJ. But he talked about people really understand and embrace their roles. That's what Leon is saying. Now, a lot of times coaches will say that and the players will be like, yeah, right, coach. I don't like my role, but I believe it. I, I think it's authentic with this team. I think where they are right now, five games left, and then you got one, a heck of a march in Boise here, PJ. But I think this team, it's gelling, man. And uh, part of the reason is the bench. They know their roles. And Leon gave them a little cookie last night, BJ. That was a nice cookie for RJ Keene. It was San Jose State. Leon knew nothing. Uh, putting anybody in is not going to sink the ship like it would San Diego State. So it was the perfect way, perfect time to get RJ Keene in there and let him get comfortable in a conference game. And though you might need RJ Keene to hit a big three at some point down the stretch. I thought that was an effective move. And yeah, BJ, the bench, the roles on this team, uh, they're 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 firing on all cylinders right now. It's fun to watch. They're good. Chabuzo Abo four of seven from three point range. Max Rice four of nine from three point range. Both those guys hit four made threes, and uh, that's fourteen made threes between the two in the last two games. So your shooters are starting to shoot and make some shots. And I know uh, Johnny, you were doing a deep dive during the game, looking up some of Max Rice's stats and also some of the other players uh, that it, that he's now in the company with, but. Uh, Four uh, games with four made three-pointers uh, in Max Rice's career. He is now, what, fourth, I believe, in the Leon Rice era. And uh, it's the uh, 18th game in Max Rice's career with at least four. Uh, by the way, we were pretty hard. We couldn't believe Justinian Jessup did it 34 times. But uh, Anthony Drimmick, 27. Jeff Loriaga, 23. Nick Duncan, 21. Uh, so I guess that uh, makes him fifth most now in the Leon Rice era. 18 games with at least four threes for Max. He's he's shooting almost yeah. 50. Ever since the struggles and then the bust out against New Mexico, he's shooting about 50% from three the last six or seven games. In conference play, he's shooting 40% exactly from downtown. You know, sometimes when Leon says the stats even out, he's serious, and the stats do even out sometimes, BJ. And in Max's case, in the conference shooting threes, it's kind of evening out. I mean, I'm not saying his percentage is still what 36% on the season. I mean, it's the lowest percentage. Roddy has a lower percentage as well on this team, but uh, he was uh, below 30% a couple weeks ago. So he's it's definitely improving. I'm and, and and obviously, you know, all those games with four plus threes. Can they get a couple more of those, BJ? Right? When this team has Max shooting well from downtown, which is in most cases. And then Abo, like you mentioned in detail, the seven combined threes or whatever the total was from these last couple games. BJ, really tough to beat if they're scoring like that because you know they're going to defend well. You know they're going to rebound well. You know the effort is going to be there. A lot of times what's hurt this team, BJ, it's simple. They've just struggled to put the ball in the hole. They miss bunnies lay-ins, open threes. How many games have they lost? A couple because they couldn't make a stinking free throw at the end. Like if this team all of a sudden scores, it's like Happy Gilmore. Happy learned how to putt. Uh-oh. You know, it's like, well, oh, Boise's making shots. Oh, Uh-oh, because they do do so many other things well, man. And if they continue to play, what they shoot last night? I got the numbers right in front of me. 53.7. Fifth the game, man. 53.7. 40% from downtown. 82% from the line. And they defended. Like, tough to beat, BJ. Leon really does have uh, a, a 
a team in a really good position now to possibly heck BJ if Leon pulls this thing off and wins this league two out of three years holy shnikes dude we're gonna, we're gonna get to that in a few minutes here after the break but in terms of the the mountain rate west race and the standings and the net ranking and kind of the big picture stuff here but you were the one that brought it up Johnny I knew it was bad I hadn't realized it but a week or two ago we're sitting there at a presser and you're like Boise State's in the last place in the conference in field goal percentage. Like, uh, and I hadn't look, I had to go look at the stats, and Boise State was literally dead last in the conference in shooting yeah. when this was supposed to be, by all indications, maybe one of Leon Rice's best shooting teams. When you think about Meadow and Keene and Jace Whiting can shoot and Buzo and Max and Tyson, like this was expected to be a good shooting team. They shot the lights off the, you know, out of the gym in Canada, and you just thought, okay, this team is gonna be able to shoot. And then a couple of weeks ago, you look up and they're literally dead last in the conference in shooting. And again, I know you got to take the opponent into it. Fresno is very depleted. San Jose is not very good. Yeah, it's a lead but, game. But, but, two, but the last two games, they've been in well over 50% two games in a row now. Yeah. All right. And if this, again, if this continues and the bunnies are going to start to fall, I was thinking that about Tyson because it felt like Tyson was the leader in great move, great look. Great, uh, good shot. Damn it. Why did that not go in? It's Tyson Dagonar. He had a lot of those rim dancers, BJ. Now he's having a lot less rim dancers. And look at the numbers. I mean, he's dropping 17, 18 points a night in league play. Probably going to be another first team all Mountain West selection there, BJ. So, yeah, um, this team shooting way better. And if it shoots way it's capable of, yeah, that's when you have one of the better teams in the Mountain West. You're seeing it. It's going to be a heck of a final five games here to see what type of position they put themselves in for our pool party on Friday. It's going to be killer. Well, folks were loving the uh, happy Gilmore reference there. Bald game is so legit. Great. Happy Gilmore reference. Uh, next level, Johnny with the happy Gilmore uh, reference there. Um, starters had less minutes than any game this year. Uh, so the bench did get more minutes in this game and came through. Uh, someone mentioned something about Roddy. If he could finish with the left hand, he'd be an all level oh. type player. Oh. Million-dollar move, five-cent finish. Not just with Roddy. That's just the line that I, I stole. I think that's gone down. You used to say $5 finish. Now now with Roddy, it's down to five-cent yeah, Man, he is such a good athlete, though. Those are going to fall for Roddy, too. Those are coming, and all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, I won't drop the other Gilmore reference, but all of a sudden, you know, you got another guy that's, that's all of a sudden going to be very tough to defend. You mentioned, you mentioned the defense, Johnny. You also mentioned missing a lot of bunnies. Man, San Jose State just couldn't buy a bucket there in the oh. first half, especially. They were 6 of 27, 22% from the field in the first half. They only had six field goals in the first half. They actually equaled that in the second half, like five minutes in, because they started hitting a couple threes. Um, but, man, you got to feel for Tim Miles. I mean, it was great defense. Oh. It was great defense, Johnny, by Boise State, but but San Jose State's just not great, man. They dropped the two, a- two and 12, I think, in league. Is there a worse program in a in a G five conference or P five conference? I, I I want them to be effective. And last year we thought they kind of maybe started to do something. Remember, we're like, oh, they got Tim Miles. That guy is way overqualified. He had the player of the year State. in the conference, Amari and Moore, they to, and they went to the NIT. They should have had a parade in that town for going to the NIT. And then this year it's just like, ah, crap. You know, we've been, I've been pulling for San Jose since our boy coach Woj went there. Remember we were pulling for Woj to turn that around the former Leon assistant. But yeah, last night, BJ was just like, eh, this is, this is San Jose state hoops right now. It's unfortunate that, that they're at that position. You'd think maybe in the, with the Bay area and the resources, cool uniform schemes, all that stuff, they could be a little cooler and get better players or coaches, but they just struggle right now, and that's the team you have to beat. Who's their one league win versus BJ? They've got two, actually, believe it or not. They have beaten Air Force and Air Force. <laughs> Home and road against Air Force. Those are their two. Is Air Force's only win UNLV? Uh, yes, they're one in eleven, and they beat UNLV by thirty-two points. That's the thing is, is that that loss is so crucial for UNLV. Look at the standings. And for Boise State, and for Boise State, that killed that one game oh. alone might make the UNLV game quad two if they hadn't won that game. They dropped like thirty Ooh. spots in the net when they lost that. Uh, look, UNLV would be like two or three spots or whatever up on the standings if they just would have been able to beat Air Force at home. Not only did they not beat them, BJ, but they. 
they lost by like 30. That was the that was one of, that was the most perplexing game in the Mountain West this year, I would probably what say. What is today? February 21st. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at Air Force's uh, Ken Palm page right now, Johnny. They've won one game since December 3rd. They've won one game in like the last three months, dude. Christmas feels so long ago, and that BJ is more close to Thanksgiving. December third. They've won one game since December third, man. Can you imagine if that happened in this town with this team, with this fan base? Like, heck, they were ready to quit on everything when they were. I don't know what 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 was the last league loss? Utah State or something? Like, wow, that wouldn't go over well. (laughs) <laughs> Anything before we go big picture, Johnny, uh, they did win the rebounding battle 39 to 24. You had four players in double figures, 16 assists on 29 made field goals. Uh, you had uh, 15 second chance points on the uh, eight offensive rebounds. Uh, only had 10 turnovers in this game as well. We mentioned the 23 points from the bench. Uh, anything else? Uh, they led the game for 36 minutes and 20 seconds. Any final thoughts on last night's game before we turn this thing big picture? I hope it doesn't for for Leon's case or any other team. When you're winning by that many points late in the game, playing that many key players about this thing, I mean, what's the most important thing? I hope that uh, in the future nobody gets bit in the butt by that, BJ. That was kind of my, 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 my takeaway, oddly enough, from that game. There wasn't much to take away on the floor. You win by 32 points, but hopefully you're not playing with fire, burning minutes, late minutes you know it's like in football why is the starting quarterback in when we're up by five touchdowns and we have a playoff game next week get him out of there hopefully that doesn't happen that was kind of a a decent sized takeaway for me last night hey i mentioned gordy presnell the uh, boise state women's coach coming up in about 10 minutes or so i want to hear from leon rice on their schedule and their resume to this point i want to look at their resume and the net rankings and the mountain west standings we'll do that next in 90 seconds don't go anywhere this is a live wednesday lithia ford of boise edition of bronco nation news all bronco nation news broadcasts come from the cutwater spirits canned cocktail studios check out one of their more than 30 flavors of premix premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store cutwater spirits Perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Our title sponsor is RowPaint.com. For all your commercial, industrial, residential painting needs, check out RowPaint.com. Don't forget about their concrete coatings. Transform that ugly concrete slab on your back patio in your garage in just one day. Contact RowPaint.com for a free estimate today. The official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics and our title sponsor at Bronco Nation News is RowPaint.com. Idaho Central Credit Union has been helping members achieve financial success for more than 80 years. There's an ICCU branch on almost every corner, but the closest is in your pocket with free e-branch mobile and online banking. See why more than 500,000 members love ICCU and join one in four Idahoans by making the switch today at ICCU.com. Since 1984, Ridley's Family Markets has prided itself on being a hometown food and drug store that employed value members of the local community. Ridley's Family Markets has 13 locations in the state of Idaho and many more in the surrounding states. Download the new Ridley's app to your smartphone, get savings up to 40% off at the checkout line, and find a location near you at shopridleys.com. Former Bronco Matt Bauscher is once again the number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley. No home is too big or too small for Matt and his team. Let them fulfill all your real estate needs at BauscherRealEstate.com. All right, Johnny, back here on a live edition of Bronco Nation News. And uh, you mentioned that pool party, by the way. We're up to 97 RSVPs for the pool party. 97 people want to come uh, hang out with us. We're looking forward to that. Email me, Reigns, at BroncoNationNews.com. It's a Friday, March 15th, three weeks from Friday down there. Three weeks from today, Johnny, you'll be doing your show. Three weeks from today from the sports book at Circa. It comes quick, right, BJ? Uh, one of the, I think, gosh, uh, if one of the best times of the year for sports fans. And this year with this team that they're supporting, maybe the first team in program history that wins a game in the NCAA tournament, the pool party, Vegas, the festivities. BJ, the level of competition in the Mountain West tournament. Yeah, tell me who's going to win that. Nobody has a clue. There's five teams that I think have a good chance, and the neutral site will really even things out, BJ. This dang conference, it's so 
so hard to win on the road against well, good teams. So let's take a look at the Mountain West standings here, and I'm going to back this up a little bit because I'm zoomed in a little too far. Uh, but uh, you take a look at the Mountain West standings here, Johnny. Uh, Utah State is a half game up at 10-4. and four. Now, Boise State uh, in the loss column is tied, but as we know, uh, that uh, getting swept by them is really going to make it tough. You need, you know, Boise State is still essentially one game back in terms of the number one seed in the conference tournament. They do have co-champions, so Boise State finishes tied with Utah State. They would be able to consider themselves co-Mountain West champions, but for the seeding purposes, and again, Johnny, you look at the standings here, there is going to be a huge, uh, right now, if you're the number two seed, Johnny, you're playing UNLV on their home floor in the quarterfinals. Yep. I mean, the, the number one to number two seed difference is a huge difference in terms of, um, you know, home and, and uh, you know, what, what you're doing in terms of who you play in that Thursday quarterfinal game. So um, you'd love to get the one seed. Maybe Utah State can slip up in that last game against New Mexico. It is in Logan, though. But last night really was the best chance for uh, Utah State to lose a game. And it looks like the Aggies certainly have the inside track now uh, to at least no worse than a share. Boise State could win out the final five games and also give themselves no worse than a share here in the Mountain West. Um, but uh, Johnny, uh, right now, second place for Boise State here. Yeah, put themselves in a terrific position, BJ, with the schedule coming. I know Utah State, you detailed it too. You, their their schedule's easy down the stretch. You're probably not going to get two Utah State losses. Um, I think if you're hanging around with the Mountain West this year, BJ, if you finish in the top three, I think you're feeling really good. That means you have some equity built up and you can puke one away in Vegas in the conference tournament and steal, still have the watch party on selection Sunday at the facility, right? You're not scared. Like, Hey, we don't want to invite everybody. If we don't get in one of those type of deals. I think you're still feeling pretty good about your situation there, BJ. Let's hear from Leon Rice uh, briefly because I put this on Twitter, Johnny, but you look at the net rankings that came out. Boy, uh, The Mountain West, San Diego State is 18, New Mexico 23, Colorado 25, Utah State 30, Boise State's at 35, and Nevada is at 43. But you also look at the non-conference games, Johnny, that Boise State has played. St. Mary's is number 15, Clemson number 28, Washington State number 32, Virginia Tech 52, San Francisco 59, Butler 61, North Texas 75, and VCU 78. Uh, so you look at where Boise State is at in terms of the total numbers. That's eight non-conference games against teams in the top 80 of the net. Um, that's crazy, and I think that's really going to reward Boise State come Selection Sunday. I think some people forget that Boise State beat St. Mary's, who's 15th. They beat San Francisco, who's 59th. They've beat North Texas, VCU. I mean, Boise State has four non-conference wins in the top 80, and then you throw in what they've done in conference play, beating number 18, San Diego State, number 23, New Mexico, number 25, Colorado State. I mean, Boise State has four top 25 net wins uh, right now, and a lot of people really are kind of – you know, not bringing up Boise State in terms of some other teams in the league and other, you know, Boise State's on the bubble, maybe closer than some teams in the league. And uh, Leon Rice, uh, again, five games ago, you're tied for first place. The numbers look good. Not a bad spot to be in. Absolutely. That's where you want to be. And, and, um, we fought to be in this position and a lot of grind and a lot of great wins. And I mean, when you think about who we've beaten, it, you know, it's, there's a lot of impressive victories in that group and uh you know so it, it almost seems like we're the ones being forgot about and overlooked and not talked about which is fine that's great but when you look at our resume and what we've built so far you know with the number of guys that have been in the top 25 that we've beaten we've beaten on the road we've beaten in neutral courts and and we have some quality work that we've done and and when you look up and the dust settles right now after where we are, we're right there, you know, us and one other at four losses, right? Johnny, your thoughts on Leon Rice there and the, and the resume Boise State has put together. Again, number 35 now in the net. They're eight and seven in the first two quadrants. Only of that one quadrant three loss to UNLV, but to five quadrant one wins. Um, as you said, the metrics kind of catching up to the play, but uh uh, you got to feel, be feeling pretty good if you're Leon Rice with your uh, position big picture right now. Yeah, and the reason that they are 
kind of the forgotten team in the Mountain West. And he's right on that. Um, we, we must follow the same little circles, BJ. It always feels like Boise State's not the first two, three, four teams you mentioned. And, and that is fine. It's because they have eight losses. Okay. That's why 18 and eight is not a sexy record. You look at some of these other teams, 21 and six. That feels and looks and sizzles so much more than 18 and eight. Now, if you would have taken an easier peasy or non-con and Boise State was 21 and five right now, I bet they're in that conversation. I bet they're probably ranked. However, are they a better team, right? Are they more well-prepared for the ultimate end goal task, winning an NCAA tournament game or two? And that's kind of what Leon and the staff is selling. This is going to prepare us and if you open the books and fans don't, you look at the record, BJ, and there's why that's why there is serious merit to scheduling lollygag tech in the non-con. Get as sexy a record as you can. Be in the upper echelon part of your league. You're dancing, right? You're Fred Astaire, BJ. And this way hasn't, I don't know, it's more of a... I don't know, the, 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 the path less traveled, BJ, to really schedule yourself tough in non-con and to, 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 to come out the way they have and the position they're in right now, they're in great shape. And hopefully, yeah, it will it will help them in the long run, BJ. Yeah, I think it'll be a uh, case study for after the season, Johnny, what worked better in terms of yep. seating in the tournament and which which way they beating up on the cupcake use, as you call it, lollygag tech. I mean, beating up on them or playing the tougher schedule, maybe having a couple more losses. Next year, they're in the uh, Cayman Islands Classic, so they'll head to the Grand Cayman Islands for Thanksgiving and, and play You're some new teams down. Hopefully, we'll see if we can get enough subscriptions here for, for BNN. But, uh, oh, 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 just if I can get a little more prescription, if I get more subscriptions, maybe I can go. Like, <laughs> hey, love you, man. Do what we can, man. Uh, but uh, they're uh, the Clem Clemson's gonna make the return trip to Boise, we know that's coming as well. Uh, so we'll see what happens here. But, uh, Johnny, before we get to Gordy Presnell, your your final thoughts here. Um, just, just big picture, I mean, it, it, you know. As long as they don't lose to Wyoming and Air Force, I mean, what do you think they need to do in these last five games here? I mean, are they, as long as they don't lose to Wyoming and Air Force, I mean, how many of those final three do they need to win? Do they need to win a tournament game? I guess it matters who they're playing, but uh, how do you yeah. look at Boise State's uh, chances of going dancing here? I, I, I won't hide from this. And, and sadly, I think this team's ultimate legacy is can it win a tournament game or not? That's probably unfair. But as a program, when you're 0-9 lifetime, I think in the tournament, BJ, all of a sudden that thing, you know, people start talking about it a little more. I hope this team, if it is judged on that, I hope they win a damn tournament game and they can go down in history as, if not the best basketball team in this program's history, BJ. But well-oiled machine, what have you. I think they're just playing good ball right now. Last night was a business trip or a business, you know, it was, it was, it was a day at the office, I should say, BJ. And, and they're just playing a certain way, a certain style and together and gosh, it's efficient. They defend, they rebound, they're shooting better now. They're one of the better teams in the Mountain West and maybe the best year the Mountain West has ever had in men's college basketball. So you know, if this town's not jumping onto the wagon here, I don't know. I don't know what's going to get them on. If this can't make this, this team can't make this town more or of any regard a basketball town. I don't know what team could. Hey, Johnny, appreciate you, man. Uh, we'll be listening three to six today. Idaho Sports Talk. Uh, you guys are continuing your countdown, right? Of the uh, fifteen most important players going into spring, you'll be all over this game as well. Yep, I can't wait, man. Tune in three p.m. BJ. Thanks for having me on. I'm going to keep it uh, from here and get uh, Gordy Presnell on in just a second. We appreciate Johnny, and I'll keep it going here. But uh, Lithia Ford of Boise, make sure you check out LithiaFordBoise.com. View their full inventory of vehicles. This is a Lithia Ford Boise a Wednesday here at Bronco Nation News. The Reigns family test drove a couple vehicles, went online first to find the one we wanted using their full inventory at LithiaFordBoise.com, and then uh, test drove a couple, and we were on our way. So I highly recommend with the Ford Boise uh, for your next vehicle. And again, they got five NIL deals at Boise State, so go support them and help them out at uh, 
with the affordboise.com. Taco Bell works, tacobellworks.com. Check them out. The SON management group, Nicolason family. They're supporting Boise State. They're hiring as well. So check them out at tacobellworks.com. The blue and orange store, they got uh, great deals going right now. Free shipping, any order over $40. Make sure you uh, check them out at the blue and orange store. Dot com And again, uh, right there in the Boise Town Square Mall on the second floor next to Pro Image and uh, TCS, Transportation Compliance Service. If you need a job, they can help you get into the trucking industry. Transcompservice.com, complete trucking compliance management, all the permits and things you need. Uh, they can help get you set up and uh, out there towing that first load in no time. Transportation Compliance Service. As promised, there he is, the man, the myth, the legend. 19th season at Boise State, Gordy Presnell. You guys got a big one tonight. Really appreciate you taking a few minutes to join us, Gordy, ahead of the game against New Mexico. Uh, thanks for joining us. How are you today? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, we have a big one tonight. Uh, hopefully it goes our way. We'll see. Uh, you guys tied for fourth place right now, 17-9 and nine overall, 8-5 and five in the league. And, man, you got UNLV, and then you got a bunch of teams. And it's, it's made for a lot of competitive games, a lot of – lopsided scores sometimes where one team wins a home game the other team wins the road game and it's just been a very competitive league uh and you guys are right there right there in the thick of it fighting for fighting for second place there yeah you know we, we want to uh, really finish strong and and you know we as long as the portal doesn't hit us we have every single uh player coming back uh except for two uh towards the end of the bench there and and so uh you know we want to finish strong we want to win, win 20 games and we want to make some do some damage in the in uh, in the Mountain West tournament. That's for sure. How has it been? Uh, I know I know the you know you're kind of building. You said last year they're all coming back. You're hoping for some improvement. You've obviously got that. You're obviously having a, a great year. I know you're shooting better from three. I think you got what four players now over forty percent from the three point line. Uh, I know last year that was a struggle for you guys, and it seemed like a lot of the areas that uh, and just with the wins that you said last year would come this year are, are starting to come. And you said you're still building, maybe even for next year. But uh, just how has it been overall? Like I said, here you are with five games left to be uh, tied for fourth place. Uh you know, it's been an enjoyable year. It's been a challenging year. Uh, Saturday was as crushing a loss as I've ever had in my, whatever, 1,100 games or whatever. Uh, I mean, I, I've never been in a situation where we had a three-point lead uh, with four seconds to play with the ball in our hands and uh, didn't make good decisions and uh, ended up uh, going to overtime and uh, and losing. And so that was, a, that was a crusher for us, for sure. But uh, I look at our program overall, you know, if we could find, find some way to get to that 20-win mark, uh, and, and then also, you know, academically, our kids are, I think, 372, number 10 in the country mm -hmm. uh, academically. Uh, and then, you know, have them all coming back next year. I think we would be have our program in a pretty good position. So uh, but we still got some a lot of work to do. We were stuck here at 17 wins. You uh, a couple of things triggered me there that I want to ask you about based on what you just said. But uh, how has the team responded to that Nevada game? And for folks that uh, you know didn't uh, see it, another was a, a late three pointer, I believe, a couple of missed free throws as well. I mean, a lot of fluky stuff had to happen for for that to happen. Um, but to have them hit the three pointer, and, hey, I, I know I don't know I don't know how you feel about it, but uh, watching some of the highlights, I do like the uh, advancement of the ball to half court there. I know in that situation, maybe it hurts you, but. Uh, to, to uh, be able to have more last-second shots and opportunities inbounded in the ball from half court that the women's game has, I, I think does that lead to some excitement. Kind of backfired a little bit for you guys when they hit the long three there to send it to overtime. But uh, just just overall, that game, um, you mentioned how tough it was. How, how has the team responded here heading into tonight? Uh, you know, I think we're doing okay. We gave – instead of giving them just Sunday off, we gave them Sunday and Monday off. It was crushing. Uh, we had secured the ball, the rebound. Uh, was up three, and all we had to do is make an outlet, and we held it and, and let ourselves get fouled. And even if we just make that outlet and have a couple dribbles, then there's just two seconds left. Uh, advancement of the ball, I think, is an incredibly great uh, rule. Uh, the four quarters, I think, is a great rule uh, because uh, it creates some drama uh, and, and it creates a lot of strategy. Uh, now, we don't have the one-on-one -on -one like the men do, which, you know, that that's drama also. Mm -hmm. uh, but... It, I, I do, uh, you know, uh, like like the rule change in that regard. Um, you know, it, with four seconds to go, if 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 she puts the ball on the floor, we're going to foul her. Mm -hmm. But uh, she didn't put the ball on the floor, and then we were afraid. You know, I can't get into officials very much, but I, I will just tell you this: on on a Wednesday night, we foul her. On a Wednesday night, we're the only league uh, in the whole country operating on a Wednesday night, so we get Final Four officials. On a Saturday, they all go to the Big 12. 
And so it's different, you know? And so then you think now we don't want to foul when she's shooting that might, they might count that, you know? And so there's a lot of play that goes into that. And, and that's all I can say about it. Uh, mm. Uh, but that's just the way it is. Yeah, and the men's side is the exact same. You know, on the Saturday, you don't get nearly as good of a crew. If, if you're playing on a Friday night game or something, you get the best yeah. crew in America because there's no games. And yeah. uh, we yeah. saw that women's game uh, with UCLA the other day where there was like six baskets scored in the last 15 seconds. I mean, that, yeah. advancing, the, that advancing the ball, I think, does lead to more opportunities late in the game like that. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. Both those coaches I know pretty well. My daughter – uh, uh, rented a room from Corey, the UCLA coach, when she was in law school at Pepperdine for a while. And then, and then, uh, the Rurik, you know, kid is a great golfer here on our, his son is a great golfer here on our team, but yeah, it goes back and forth. It adds so much strategy, uh, a saving of timeouts. It's made the game a uh, much quicker. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, and, and women's basketball needed, the game needed to be quicker. And I think it has, I think it's a great rule. And then, you know, just the, the fouls, five fouls goes to two shots. But yep. then you can start over your presses. You know, you might press and get two or three fouls in the first quarter. Well, then second quarter, it starts all over those fouls. So you can you, you can get re, you reignite your, your, your press and that kind of thing. So lots and lots of strategy because of those rules. You a five foul person or six fouls for, for, for individual? You okay with five? Or do you, I mean, everyone talks NBA and the men's side going to six. I've never wondered on the women's side if that matters. You at know, all. I, I don't know. I, I think five is fine for us. I mean, it depends on your depth. But also, uh, you know, we've for any other reason, been kind of soft, our teams. And so, you know, the physicality part of uh, giving another foul might make a game a little more physical. Uh, you know, now, you know, if we recruit some kids that can really bang and shove and push, then we're probably, you know, we'd love seven fouls. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess so. everyone complains about that, but I guess a, a, an NBA game, you get the extra foul, but you get the eight more minutes. So I guess it does even out in terms of uh, that. But uh, Gordy sure. Presnell, our guest, 37th season as a head coach, as I said, 19th season here at Boise State. The Broncos tied for fourth place. You're playing New Mexico uh, tonight. We're going to get into that game in a second. 6.30 tip-off. Um, but you mentioned kind of trying to get to 20 wins, trying to propel for next year. Maybe this is a not the right time to ask this question, so I apologize. But, uh, you know, the, the goal is obviously to go down to Vegas, win the conference tournament, and get into the NCAA tournament. But if, if that weren't to happen this year, I mean, there's some there's some postseason tournaments out there for women's basketball. Would this be a year you might try to find a way to keep the season going, or is it too early Absolutely. to say that? Absolutely. And, you know, uh, I think it's called the butterfly effect. You know, what, what happens – in Brazil with a butterfly and all the ramifications and, and the dominoes of all that. Yeah. And, and that, that last, last Saturday really hurt us uh, in a number of ways. And so we're battling that as well with the net and all that kind of thing. And, uh, but, but, you know, that's also an opportunity to get off the mat and regroup and see what we're made of and see for people of character, because uh, it's, it was a hard one. It was as stingy as I've ever been a part of. Well, you guys uh, went down to the pit back in January and beat New Mexico. Now they uh, come back here. It's the same scenario the men's team's going to face in a week. You know, a hungry team looking for revenge that you already won at their place. Uh, but they're, you know, higher in the standings right now. They're tied for second, I believe. Uh, how'd you get the win down there, and what are you expecting tonight? Uh, you know, uh, I don't know if you recall, back in the Jerry Tarkanian, they had Stacy Ogman, really great player. Uh his niece is the star of uh, New Mexico, and she's built just like him. She's tall and really thin, and is just an absolute jet. Uh, and so they're kind of inverted. Their 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 uh, their long guards get to the rim, and their posts can really shoot the three. And I think that was a why they beat UNLV at UNLV in an upset is they're just kind of inverted to what everyone plays like, and so it creates a lot of challenges for us. We we scored a lot on offensive transition. I'm sure they'll shore that up a little bit. Uh, we're a little beat up coming out of Nevada, so we're going to be short a player. But um, we're going to give it our very best shot. Uh, obviously, we, we want to win 20. We would have been in second place if we won on Saturday. That's part of that butterfly thing. Uh, but I think we can get ourselves close to that again uh, tomorrow night or tonight, I mean, if we if we win that. I mentioned that uh, you uh... – you know, you, you, the shooting from the outside has certainly been something you guys improved this year. I think Maya Hansen was the only person last year over three, over 40% from three, and you got four players now. I mean, how how much nicer has it been to be a little more, have a little more threats on the outside? Uh, you know, uh, I've never been uh, a first side three person. You know, uh, there, there's a lot of statistical, especially on the men's side. If, if you throw your first pass to and they shoot it from the three, but this, this is a group that we can really do a first side three. And so... Uh, we can transition and throw it and hit that three 
Uh, it adds a lot to our team and to confidence level. It's a really ironic. Uh, we're one of the best three-point shooting teams, and Natalie Pasco, one of the best three-point shooters in the country, and yet uh, our free throws are, are uh, something else. So uh, we got to get better at those free throws, that's for sure. Doesn't that usually go hand in hand? It does, but you know we got the four shooters, and then uh, they don't get to the rim quite as much as they should, and so our post players go to the line, and maybe they don't make as many as they should. Tell us about uh, Mary Kay Nero too. I mean, she's getting closer, and every time we look up, there's some sort of note from Alex about another record she's setting or approaching, and I think 100-plus assists in four straight years and has a chance, I think, to get into second place all time. And uh, every time you look up, it's five, six, seven, eight assists. I mean, uh, I know it helps when the other players have to make the shot, but she's certainly helping set them up to do that this year again. You know, if she could develop her offensive game a little more and have a little more consistent uh, – shooting from the from the perimeter i think she'd be the one of the premier point guards in the whole country i mean she and the 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 company that breaks down our film and breaks down all women's basketball films called synergy yeah and she is ranked the number 10 defensive on ball player in the country she's long she's athletic obviously we've talked basketball family you know coach adelman uh her uncle's the assistant with the denver nuggets and and her grandfather's in the nba hall of fame and uh, but she is tremendously athletic, uh, has great tenacity and intensity, uh, just uh, have loved being a part of her life and uh, the opportunity to coach her. I know uh, Tatum was Mountain West Player of the Week a couple weeks ago, and I think I saw a note from Alex where you've had four members of that sophomore class all at some point this year already get a Mountain West Player of the Week award. I mean, you mentioned uh, you know last year they're freshmen coming along this year. Have you seen kind of the development you want and how excited – uh, I know you're focused on tonight's game, but you mentioned all five starters potentially coming back next year. I mean, how, how excited are you as you continue to build this thing with the development of, of some of these, uh, particularly the sophomores? You know, uh, I really am. I really enjoy being around them, and, and we want to do this the right way. You know, I, our school let us start over. We, we, were, we were rolling and then maybe took some kids maybe we shouldn't have and uh, kind of cleaned house and started over, and it's taken, you know, three years to get to this spot again, and and we want to make a run at this thing. We want to have a great tournament and then, uh, uh, you know, have our program where it belongs. Yeah, again, New Mexico, 6.30 tonight, and then you're home on Saturday as well, 1 o'clock against Fresno State. Three of your last five games are at home. Uh, uh, I, I encourage folks to come out and watch two home games this week, but how, how, what would be your sales pitch in terms of needing a big crowd uh, tonight in particular against New Mexico? I think they're going to see kids work their tail off and, and – uh, we're going to get off the mat, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll give an effort worthy of uh, Bronco fans to come and watch, that's for sure. Hey, Gordy, appreciate it, as always, for jumping on. Good luck tonight. Good luck the rest of the season. Uh, we'll uh, for sure see you in Vegas for the conference tournament and looking forward to uh, seeing you guys. You've done plenty of magical runs in that tournament before and down the stretch here, and hopefully you guys have, a, have another one in you. Uh, congratulations to this point. And, again, three to go for 20, but why stop there? Keep it. you got uh, five games left, 22, three in the tournament, 25. You know, keep, keep it. Why stop? <laughs> why stop? Like you're talking. I need you to come talk to our team. How about tonight, right before the game starts? 26, 26 gets All you that right. first win in the March Madness tournament as well. So right. We appreciate it, Gordy. Thank Thanks you. a lot. Good luck tonight, and we'll talk to you later. All right, thank you. Hey, don't forget, you'll see Gordy Presnell down there at the uh, conference tournament. Uh, Reigns at Bronco Nation News gets you free entry to Stadium Swim for the uh, pool party. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a raffle with some giveaways. If you're a paying subscriber, you get some uh, food and drinks included as well in a private cabana. So looking forward to this. Stadium Swim at Circa Resort and Casino on semifinal Friday, Friday, March 15th. And uh, I don't anticipate this happening, but just because I got to throw it out there, if Boise State loses on Thursday, we're still going to do the pool party because I know a lot of you aren't uh, hurrying back right away. You already have plane tickets bought and stuff. So win or lose on Thursday, whether or not Boise State is playing on Friday, we still will have the pool party. So come join us no matter what happens in the game on Thursday. But I'm uh, looking forward to that. Friday, March 15th, and again, free entry if you email me, reigns at bronconationnews.com to get you on the RSVP list. Otherwise, it's like a $40 cover charge. Speaking of uh, saving the date and things coming up for BNN, we're benefiting the Idaho Youth Sports Commission with the third annual Bronco Nation News Golf Classic. If you played last year or you played the year before, go ahead and make sure you email me. We'll reserve you a spot. We're giving first dibs to those that played the last couple of years. Email me. We'll save you a spot. If you're interested in whole sponsorships and uh, corporate sponsorships and things, you can reach out to me as well. Again, the email is reigns, R-A-I-N-S, 
at BroncoNationNews.com. We'll put the general uh, sales and uh, registration uh, open in a couple of weeks here, probably when basketball season ends. But we are uh, saving spots now for folks that played last year. So, uh, Or if you want a whole sponsorship, that's a way to guarantee yourself a foursome as well. We are going to sell out, but if you're uh, a business and one, you want to get a foursome and a whole sponsorship, we will take that and give you a spot right now. Uh, again, email us, reigns at bronconationnews.com. We have the morning session at 8.30. We have the afternoon session at 1.30. And new this year, we are going to have a pairings party the night before the tournament. More details to come on that, but all the speeches from our special guests, a little meet and greet with the guests, and uh, some things are going to happen the night before the tournament. Then we can just focus on golf, on lunch, at the tournament, you also actually have the opportunity to bid on uh, some of our celebrities as a uh, fifth player to join your foursome. So uh, raising money for the Idaho Youth Sports Commission going to be an awesome day on May 31st. Uh, save the date there for Bronco Nation News. But obviously a lot of stuff to uh, decide, a lot of games to be played in uh, spring football and Mountain West Tournament and a lot to go before then. But to looking forward to what's ahead here at Bronco Nation News. Appreciate all you guys for checking out the show today. Go subscribe if you can. You see that promo code at the bottom of your screen. BNN 50 deal gets you a full year of coverage at Bronco Nation News for just $50. And uh, we love to have you subscribe. And again, YouTube, Facebook, X, make sure you're following us on all of our social media channels. If you can give us a, a little uh, like button on the video there, help us show up in the algorithms at the bottom of the screen. That'd be great as well. And we need like five YouTube subscribers to get us over 4,500. So help us with that uh, if you can. And uh, again, uh, Boise State women in action tonight, 6.30 against New Mexico, second place team in the Mountain West. So a big game for the women. Go support them tonight if you can. Softball's in action uh, this week as well. And tonight, Check social media for the time. I think we're going to make it 7.30 so we can be done in time for the game tonight. But 7.30, Tyson Degenhardt's show is back. And as of now, we don't have a guest. So we need your questions, your thoughts. Come up with the craziest questions for Tyson Degenhardt and join us at 7.30 tonight for the Tyson Degenhart show on Bronco Nation News. Uh, we're looking forward to talking to Tyson tonight about the team and how they're doing. And we'd love to get uh, a lot of uh, questions from you guys to help uh, – help uh, Tyson here tonight. So uh, Tyson Degenhart Show presented by Idaho Central Credit Union. It is tonight. And uh, again, join us tonight, 730. We'll talk to Tyson. Looking forward to that. And then uh, tomorrow morning, we're going to uh, continue this thing. Friday, we got Jeff Linder and Jay Tuss and myself. And then I am off to Laramie for a uh, five-day road trip to cover the games in uh, Wyoming and Air Force. So again, subscribe if you can. Help support our travel costs. Help support our efforts here. BNN 50 deal gets you a full year of coverage for 50 bucks. It gets you involved uh, you know, involved in the contests and things we're doing and entry into that. A daily email, exclusive content, a lot of great stuff. So uh, appreciate you guys. Thank you much, so much for supporting us. Thanks to uh, Gordy for jumping on, Alex uh, in the Sports Information Department for setting that up. Thank you uh, to Johnny and, and JP as well. And uh, listen to them today at 3 o'clock, Idaho Sports Talk. they got a great show planned for you. Otherwise, we'll talk to you at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Go read my article from the game last night. It is up at bronconationnews.com. Subscribers can go read that. So go subscribe, tell your friends, and we'll talk to you uh, tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Appreciate you guys. Have a great rest of your day. Bronco Nation News Live here at bronconationnews.com.